Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Nina. And I'm Hannah. And just like Emily and her motley crew of friends, we are back for another season in Paris. We're officially in it, people. We are on episode six of season three of Emily in Paris. We're having a great time. Thank you so much. This is an opportune time to tell you that we so appreciate your listenership. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Our audience has grown a bunch since starting in 2020 in the depths of dark pandemic feelings. Those still exist. We see you, we feel that. And also it's really fun to be two years in and to have um, just a very sweet, dedicated listenership that likes what we're putting out. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you, we, we were guessing if you're on episode six, you've been listening for a while. So, you know, the spiel, but you don't have to watch the show to listen to the podcast. You don't have to like the show, to listen to the podcast. You don't have to like the podcast to listen to the podcast. Just put us on in the background. There's no wrong way to be here. You can leave us a bad review. I mean, I don't want you to, but we've gotten bad reviews. We work through it. And and (laughs) we hear it. We work through it. I also think this is also a good time to say, like, share the show if you want us to keep doing it. Because it does take a lot of time and it's really fun. And share it with people who you think would appreciate it. Um, Because, you know, Emily and Paris can leave you feeling a lot of different things. And sometimes it's helpful to have a couple of people in your ear processing yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Should we get going? Yeah, I think we should. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm also here. <laughs> I'm also here. And I am drinking Pims over ice. I just finished my Pims over ice, and that's why I was eating the ice cubes. The ice cubes. So my little Pims, Nina, my little lemon ginger syrup that you made. And I don't little- know if I'm in Paris, but I'm definitely in London. <laughs> I'm in Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. I met Wimbledon. Wimbledon. In it, <laughs> I read about an internet, or not an internet, like a aesthetic fashion trend. You know how everything it's like cottage core, whatever, whatever. Norm bloke, core. bloke core. I mean, I have a vision of that. Of what that is? Should I describe it think? and then you yeah, tell yeah, me? Yeah, and I'll tell you if it's right. Yeah, bloke. Okay, what I think it is is like. But see, that's like hipster. I was going to say suspenders. Okay, I'd like high-waisted pleated pants and like um, like a linen shirt unbuttoned. No, you're super wrong. So, so it's more like a <laughs> like a football bloke. So it's like oh. a vintage soccer jersey, you know, yeah, like a vintage, like yeah, a Liverpool yeah. jersey. And then <laughs> like light wash jeans and like a mullet-y ugly haircut. Wow. I was really painting a picture that I want to see. And you just make a picture that I can say, no, thanks. On to the next gallery. <laughs> <laughs> and then Not there's a new trend. It's a spinoff called Bloquette. Okay. So it's like girl blokes. Bloke meets coquette. You know what phrase my sister just used recently? And I don't know if it's an internet thing because I'm getting older. What? Mud woman. <laughs> she, was <laughs> describing, she was describing the kind of women that our friend dates. And he was like, don't you like, she was like, don't you like tiny little like wafy brunette mud women? And I like knew exactly what she was describing. Like sort of like grungy, grungy, but super hot. So they get away with it slash like can clean up real nice. Probably comes from family money. You know, I took it again so that it would be less hurtful. And I think the second time I described (laughs) it, it was like even more vicious. Will you describe like the outfit? I think I'm having a hard time imagining. Well, what I'm picturing is like, 
<laughs> like a like a tiny little brunette white lady with like a septum piercing and like a lot of tattoos that and then and then <laughs> and then wait. like like destroyed converse like absolutely destroyed and like just like a tight little black t-shirt and um maybe some white girl I was gonna say white girl dress that doesn't quite work like like I'm picturing like beaded bracelets <laughs> is she like 15 from 2002 <laughs> truly I'm trying I'm really trying to understand because I'm seeing like a teenager like is she like <laughs> yeah, hard yeah. is Basically, she like, scary? Hope was describing a, a teenager <laughs> is she scary no like um okay okay how can I describe this like definitely has like a mullet okay like not about mullet, like a long shaggy pixie. Yeah, like, I think that's called a wolf, ba- a wolf cut. Okay, a wolf cut. That's what I mean, or something like that. Okay, 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 okay. Literally, Nina, the girls you on cross country, McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> that's who I'm. Ex- that's what I'm thinking okay, of. I got it. I got it. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And, and, and I just want to shout them. out. I want to shout yeah, out because I think some of them listen, and I just want to say lots of love, lots of love, and you guys are all. Hot and cool. I don't know if you heard the part where Hannah talked about how hot you are. So I won't shut up about the part where you're hot. I'm a little bit in Paris because of my pims. That's just making me say all kinds of batshit things. <laughs> I had a nice little cocktail. So should we talk about this episode? Episode six. What's it called? Lavender Fields Forever or something. <laughs> it's called. That's what I would call it based on the, <laughs> the content. It's okay. This episode is called Ex en Provence. Oh, X, X in Provence. Got it, got it, got it. Instead of X in Provence. Okay, so what we immediately learned, what you predicted, which is Benoit is not in the cast anymore. Basically, Mindy is like, yeah, he doesn't want to talk anymore. I'm into other guys now. And Emily's like, but are you sure? And she's like, he's done. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, so before the opening credit. He got a new job or the contract expired. Whatever happened, happened. He's done. We learn pretty soon about who's sponsoring this episode. So we've had a McDonald's episode. We've had had McDonald's. We had Tiffany. We had, what was the one we just had? Grey Goose. This episode is sponsored by McLaren, which is a car company. Car company. That makes it sound like it's like. Car manufacturer? Yeah. I don't know. They make make a fancy car. Um, And they, so uh, they are putting up an event to, for the new McLaren lavender car. Are you going to run through this episode without me interrupting? Or are you going to just do the whole summary? Do you want me to? I can. I bet. Do you think you could? Yeah, I do. All right. Let's try. Okay. Great. So or go as far th- as you want. Okay. So they're going to do this event, but this is also Emily's texting at work, which you're not supposed to do, but for her, it always works out because, <laughs> because it turns out the McLaren event, they lost their venue but then just at that moment, Alfie's texting her about how Antoine, like, spends too much money. But on the bright side, like, one of the things he has that's really cool is this beautiful chateau in Provence. And they grow lavender there. And Emily is like, we should do the event at Antoine's place in Provence. And then Julian says, what if you got your friend, Gabrielle, to be the chef at the event? And she says, yes. And then and you like, and I Great. looked at each other. We, we did, like, a tape yeah. where we were like, yeah. <gasps> So they all get to go, including Eric who's going to be the photographer there, Sylvie's boyfriend. And I wrote, cute fun. They're all doing a work event, which is what you've wanted the whole time. Is everyone yeah. working on the same I was event. thrilled. So we don't have Kimmy and we don't have Mindy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, Mindy's kind of just like out of the episode. Yeah. 
And so Gabrielle proposes, so Kimmy is like, I can't come because it's the last weekend of Sophie's show at the art gallery. And then Gabrielle like pitches his menu and he's like, I'm going to put lavender in the dessert. And Emily goes, the lavender is genius. I love a local tie-in. And they're on the train to Provence. Everyone's looking really cute. They're all having fun. Gabrielle is like, I'm going to sneak away because I'm going to have some time. I'm going to sneak away. Chefs famously have extra time when they're doing events. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to sneak away and I'm going to go to this Michelin star restaurant that we have to go to. And Emily's like, I'm going to be too busy. And Alfie's like, I'll go with you. And then they get to the place. There's the car. Alfie, it turns out, it's like one of those guys who like loves fast cars. You know what I wrote? What? Men be into cars. <laughs> it's like so that's, weird. That's like the ethic. That's like the underlining, underpinning assumption of this. It's so weird. Of this episode. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Wonder how fast this baby can go. <laughs> like, and Emily's oh. like, you can't, well, you can't keep him from. Like, yeah, the she's men. Like wiped up. He loves. Yeah. Oh my God. He's probably going to be busy watching the game all day. Literally. Oh, and then in the beginning of the episode, Mindy's talking about how Benoit doesn't want to communicate with her. And Emily's like, well, men are bad at communicating when they're angry. In this like knowing smile, like, and we just tolerate it. <laughs> and we just are made to forever tolerate that. <laughs> it's terrible. Also like, okay, so let me get this straight. This is, a, this is a tangent for, for guys who like watch football on Sundays. Yeah. Men who watch, watch football on Sundays. Yeah. I've dated one. So go on. So like, the assumption is like you just have to kind of be around. I'm gonna be watching the game. I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna be watching TV all day. I would like for you to be around, and I'm gonna be drinking. I'd like you to be drinking and maybe bring me food throughout. I don't care if you don't like it. Is that the idea? I think it's like, babe, I'm not keeping you here. I'm just gonna be busy on Sunday. So if you want to hang out on one of the two days that we have off together, assuming we work these nine to five jobs, which I think that is a lot of these men. I'm just, I'm out for that. I, I can go to, I can go out and be with the guys, but if you want me to be home, that's what I'm going to be doing. Okay. I was just checking. Okay. So <laughs> moving right along. I don't, yeah. Maybe so Sylvie and Eric show up. Um, they're and it's not all Catherine. day, Nina. It's four hours, four to six hours. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sylvie and Eric show up and Catherine, Antoine's wife. So, if in case you forgot, Sylvie had an affair. It was like Antoine's mistress, season one. So Catherine is like, Syl- you know, happy to see Sylvie with a boyfriend. She gives them a guest room. There's kind of like allusions to the affair. And Eric's like, what's that all about? Who are all these guys? And Sylvie's like, they're, you know, this is what's going on. He's like not happy about it. He's pretty possessive. Can I interject? I Please. When he goes, he's like, who are all these guys? There's Laurent, Antoine. And then that's it. <laughs> and that's it. And it's like, hey, no offense, dude, but like your argument kind of falls apart <laughs> when, when you can only name two men that this like forty-five-year-old woman woman has in her life. Right. I would say fairly intermittently. Yeah, yeah. It's like pretty rough on him. I'm just like, you are really showing your cards as like a weakling. I did write though. Eric keeps getting cucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that said, you are a cuck. <laughs> yeah, he definitely feels, <laughs> and like it's one. embarrassing. <laughs> You're not a man. Okay, go on. Uh, okay, so then, oh my god, every time I hear this, this is this is embarrassing on my part. Every time I hear the word cuck, I think about um, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. Uh oh, you made the wrong, the made the wrong guy, wrong husband, a cuckold. Time to pay the piper for the sh- boots to the sh- shoes you want. 
I really can't believe that you did it when I said do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Because um, I do like that. I like that song. Uh, okay, so then Alfie is, so then there's a disaster at the perfume factory. And Antoine's oh, yeah. like, Antoine's like, only part only part of the batch worked. The new batch didn't work at all. It's terrible. And Antoine, or for some reason, Alfie, the CFO, is involved. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And everyone's like, what do we do? What do we do? And Antoine's really mad, blah, blah, blah. How do we fix this? And then so Alfie can't go to lunch because he has to stay and handle this disaster. So Emily has to go to lunch with Gabrielle. Wait a minute. So, does that mean that she's just going to have lunch with Gabrielle? Wait, like a date? Uh, well, he is a man. And she, she is, is a girl. A woman. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up at this Michelin star restaurant for lunch. And it's very pretty. Maybe you want to go. Yeah, it's very beautiful. And every single server, every single busboy, every single chef who walks by is like, <laughs> you're such a beautiful couple. <laughs> wow, you're such a beautiful couple. What a beautiful couple. <laughs> and and Emily's reaction is basically awkward every time. <laughs> I want you to dub over that scene anytime that happens with you saying awkward. I mean, we were watching it with subtitles and half the time it was, it was like chuckles nervously. Like, you're so embarrassing. Just be like, oh, we're not together. Like, like. We've I, had, just, you and I have had to do that so many times. Oh, it's true. People have, it's really true. And you just go, oh no, we're just friends. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's really possible. It's really possible. But she really is like awkward. And then, it, and then it's like a long edit of them taking bites of their food. I would say he seems really happy. He's doing a really good job acting. Mm -hmm. And she seems like she doesn't really like to eat, which. (laughs) Leave that there. We'll leave that there. And I wrote, oh, I like him. He's really, I I was like, I I love you now. (laughs) Stockholm Syndrome, I don't know. I love him now. And he was like, I would love a place like this. And she says like one of the dumbest things you ever say. She was like, you deserve a Michelin star. You're so amazing. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then the chef comes out and Gabrielle's like, you know, I have a restaurant of my own. I'd love some advice. Like, how do you stay so grounded? And he was like, my kids, well, kids run really by. Kid- yeah, some kids <laughs> run by because kids work in France. So these children <laughs> run by and he's like, my kids keep me grounded. And he's like, you guys you know, you guys seem like a really happy, beautiful couple. <laughs> and when you have kids, that will help your career, which piques Emily's interest, I'm sure. No, but then Emily's like, awkward. <laughs> and then they get the bill. And the bill says to the beautiful couple, thank you for dining with us. And Emily's like, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I say too, though, that um, when when Emily starts a conversation about how Gabrielle should have a Michelin star restaurant, he does have a I re, I really liked his little speech. I thought it was really sweet. I thought he did a great job acting it where he basically is like she's like you're so good and he's like yeah, but it has to be perfect every day and it has to also show my personality. And once I've like handed it over, everybody has to do their job to like like basically explaining I don't know, like mm-hmm. as someone who like I intellectually get that, but it was really like a fairly succinct, lovely way for him to like explain what it could possibly mean to like be a chef who takes a lot of pride in your work like that. And I like believed him, which is nice because it's so much of the character that he is to like actually have him speak on it rather than just like conveniently chef around the show. (laughs) Um, And then she says like, maybe the pressure's not worth it. And he's like, oh, it definitely is. And it's just like a really sweet. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he goes, because it's my dream. Mm -hmm. Lovely. I I, I I thought it was charming. Gives him a little character trait. Gives him a little. Gives him some character. Gives him some, some 
qualities. <laughs> now he has qualities. Cut to Kemi and Sophia in bed. They've been doing the dirty. And Sophia's really like, interesting shot. Reference. <laughs> did, did you? I was like, what is happening here? Kemi in the mirror in another mirror. It felt on the very bed. um like <laughs> I don't know, like a little bit like film school being like, they are both women. They mirror each other. <laughs> they are one. Like <laughs> You don't know where one begins and the other ends. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I love it. Yeah. Um, both sides of the same coin. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Is like, come to Greece. Come to the island. Look at my work. And Camille's like, you know, I don't know if I can do that. Like, I'm, I, you know, I have a boyfriend and I am still really in love with him. And Sophia outs herself as being Kali. <laughs> and she says, it's not either or. Are we really here to just love one person? Um, here I wrote CFO drama. I guess Alfie, like, has to, like, be stressed. Oh, because, like, Antoine's freaking out. And Emily talks to the CEO of McLaren at the parties. The party's happening. Uh, Sylvie learns. Yeah, Sylvie learns that Laurent, her husband, is invited. That's not going to be good news for Eric. So she takes over checking people in. She has Emily talk to the McLaren CEO. Emily does that, and the McLaren CEO explains how by, ha- by making so few cars, they're extremely valuable. And Emily has like a, an aha light bulb moment. And she goes to Alfie and Antoine and she's like, I've got it. You know, make f- like only sell the bottles you made and say that they're limited edition. And then once they hit the and give them to exclusive customers. And once they hit the open market, the price will skyrocket. And Antoine says, are you explaining the simple law of supply and demand to me? Next stop, the World Bank. I loved it. I was like, tear her apart. Yeah. I have a question about that. I was confused. What is what did what do they mean? Maybe I'm a fool, but like what did what do they mean by it would drive the price up? Like, don't you set a price when you put a product out into the world? Or were they saying it would be like available to order and you had you could outbid one another or something? Maybe it's like people will resell it. Oh, like, interesting. Like, like you'll like only get scooped up. Give it then. to people on like your news letter. Okay. <laughs> cool. Got it. Cool. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, so that's how econ that's the econ. Economics. Uh, economics works. So then Eric is a photographer, so naturally he sees everything. And his mm. lens his lens mm-hmm. picks up on Laurent rolling up to the party. Mm-hmm. Laurent. And he walks over and he's like, why didn't you tell me you'd be here? And Sylvie was like, I also just found out. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, what is this? Yeah. What are we? Who is this? What's going on? And he walks away. I wrote chill, child. Juvenile. So bizarre. He's just like, it's it's one day it's Antoine, the next it's Laurent, then it's Laurent, and then it's Antoine. And it's like, Where it's like literally not. She has exes. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. So you know that she's married to her husband. Like, it's not a secret. Like, you know that she's still married. It's interesting because I feel like Gabrielle really stands out among the men that we've encountered as not being possessive. Like, maybe because he hasn't been in a position to be yet, really. Like, he, no one's come on to Kami well. He's wanted to be with her <laughs> and um, and maybe he'll be weird about it when S- the Sophia thing comes out. But even then it would be obviously more justified than all these other men. But it's like Alfie has that thing. Antoine has that thing. Toxic masculinity is the thing, is the unnamed thing. Uh, <laughs> childishness. Uh, Eric, Benoit, like literally all of them. And I feel like the only positive to all of that as a viewer is that it really then makes me endeared to Gabrielle, which is good given he is the like main love interest mm-hmm. though i wish that there was just like better representation of like people having their feelings hurt and not acting out like a child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. terrible 
I didn't well, know I men like that did actually say. existed, but one, one time my ex actually, an ex of mine did get like really weird because somebody I dated like eight years earlier, not even dated, but like had a thing with was coming to the, a party and he was like so weird about it in a way where I was like, I did not know this was real. Oh yeah. I ha- I had an ex who was, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It was shocking. It really felt, I, I really was like, I mean, it's like what? the stupidest thing. I'm like, they're going to be in the room. <laughs> Like, are you serious? They're not more of a threat because they're here now. If you're that right. threatened, you should be really like, you know what my imagination can do? <laughs> filthy, <laughs> filthy things. Way filthier things than actually do something. Than like them eating a past app at party. <laughs> 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 then we get right the <laughs> subtitle Melancholy Music Playing. And Sylvie's kind of like standing near a little pond up on the estate and Laurent walks over and puts his coat over her shoulders. Women are always so cold and men always have their jackets. And they're talking about how they're still married. And she's like, do you want a divorce? And they're walking through the lavender fields. It's very romantic. They almost kiss. And then all of a sudden there are bees in the lavender and they start stinging them. And they're going up her dress and they're going up his pants. And they're running around and it's very like hammy. And they take all their clothes off and then there's a pool and they jump in the pool and they're naked. And then they start doing it. It was really hot. Yeah. It was really good. I wrote sexy couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, and then you see them in the morning and Catherine's really pleased. Catherine's kind of like, you can be with whoever you want as long as you're not with my husband. And Sylvie's like, I hear that. I don't want to be with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Less childish. Still a little childish, but less childish than mm-hmm. the men. I will say the thing we missed is that they do the dinner and Antoine announces that he's going to do a limited <laughs> special run of this perfume. He launches it at the McLaren event. I thought that was very strange, but no worries because as Emily and Alfie are going to, they're going to call a cab standing right in front of the purple McLaren car. Uh, Antoine comes out and he's like, guess what? McLaren wants to do a collab with this limited exclusive lavender scent. Uh, Hey, by the way, I think I should buy this car. And Alfie's like, no, my whole job is to keep you in check. And he throws him the keys and he's like, you can get it to Paris. And Alfie's like, yeah, never mind." He says, I'm sure I can find a way to write it off, which they made, made both of us choke a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, such a messed up thing to hear people say. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I did write like so much money being thrown around and I know it's escapism and there's a lot that a person, I mean, I'm capable of leaving a lot at the door for a lot of different reasons. Okay. I'll own it. I can leave a lot of my values real fast, <laughs> but I found this episode. I found, I guess with the last two episodes, a little like grading between like the Mindy mm-hmm. class stuff. And then this sort of like casually going to like a Michelin restaurant, not really like that casually, but it's still like Emily. Oh, Emily, uh, Alfie's like, give me the receipt so I can like write it off like business expense, da, da, da. And then Emily like reminds the audience that the uh, note, the note at the bottom of the receipt says like to a lovely couple, and she's like, "Oh, I don't have it. G- Gabrielle probably does." Like her lack of concern mm-hmm. about getting reimbursed, all those things. It's like, yeah, I don't want that to be a plot point, but I, I don't know that I can watch like so many hours of mm-hmm. people just uncritically engaging with so much luxury. Yeah. And I think it's the kind of thing where like I I hear your point about it. It's like, oh, it's escapism, but I'm also like. There are so many versions of escapism. And I think that's something that is like, they're not being very creative with what escapism can look like. Like there's not, there's often beautiful scenes of Paris, but also like not really. Like there's a lot of like stock footage of Paris. 
And it's like travel porn's a thing and like lifestyle porn. And like, there's not a lot of that. That's not related to branded things or, or money or corporations. Um, like there's not a lot that's aspirational in terms of a lifestyle of like joy or romance. Like what I would give for just like a dinner party that they all cooked together. And like, yeah, if you write into it, it's like, yeah, they're in Paris. That's obviously like a luxury if you're in America, like all, whatever, all those things, like things cost money, right? Like I get that, but it's like, let Gabrielle cook for just them at their apartment. Let the tablecloth be mismatched with the napkins let them right. not be wearing right. like i'm like the- let them hang out on the couch <laughs> of their apartment like yeah. why why is mindy and emily's apartment not like a set piece yeah it is kind of interesting it's kind of funny yeah like dress down what does like emily dress down look like and like how much fun could that be because i think it could be like i think they've done enough that it could be fun that was the end of the episode by the way yeah they drive away i my, my kind of summation of this episode was like every problem was resolved with like anyways like <laughs> yeah what were we doing? Yeah, like right. it was a lot of just quite like, literally at the end yeah Catherine Antoine's wife is like to Alfie before he accepts the car situation and before Antoine comes out to say he wants to he's gonna buy it it's been noted that it's like a, a problem Antoine spending is a problem and, and Alfie finds it problematic and she's like thank you for staying up to my husband like thanks for going toe-to-toe with him like thank you for being strong in the face of that like that's better than the last CFO and then, like, immediately the yeah. car thing happens. And then yeah. I think literally she says so. something to him, like, well, that's not exactly what I meant yeah. about going toe-to-toe. Hey. Anyway, safe travels. Like, it was something quite like that, quite similar to that. So there you have it. But, hey, we got some fun fashion. We've got, we got some nice Gabrielle Emily time to remind us that they really do have chemistry or at least the show wants – he's attractive – they were laughing in the montage of them eating beautiful food. He has a character. And I think they're probably setting us up to be rooting for that again um, when Kemi and Sophia ultimately mm, stir shit up. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I had a good time. I, I really did. I had a good time in this episode. Me too. It was fun to see them like in a new location. And and I think you, you've wanted this type of thing for a while of like getting the whole gang together. And I know we make fun of it a lot, but it's like, if they're going to do it, at least do it, do it well. And I was like, this was like a better. I want it to be not work related. Yeah. I mean, literally, yeah, I want I'm to do like, like a slumber party or a birthday yeah, party. Yeah. I'm like, obviously like there's a blackout in Paris. You have to do a candlelit thing at the restaurant. It's like, there's, it's like. Did we say that in other seasons? Let us know. I don't know, but I'm I like, like. we've mentioned I it. think we have just because it's like TV show. TV shows are formulaic. <laughs> Like, follow the formula. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it works for a reason. Like, do a bottle episode. Don't just, like, have people happen to be around all the time. Like, those are functional. Those are are things for a reason. Right. It can almost be even more heavy-handed in terms of, like, what's happening to the... Like, the characters don't have to find themselves in each other's company because of their own choices. Again, like, it could be an outside force, like a blackout or, like, a train gets canceled or, like, just anything. We're all stuck at the airport. On yeah. our way to this event. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it could be cute. Well, I had a great time. Thanks for watching with me. I think we're going to watch another one. <laughs> I think we are. I think we better. I think we simply must. Well, arrivederci. Arrivederci. Anyway. <laughs> Bye. Anyways. <laughs> Awkward. Partez rayon à la pointe cornue. En ma faveur, 
You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with your friends, your cousins, your parents, your guardians, your lovers, your exes, your enemies, everybody. We love getting reviews so much. They're so fun. In fact, Nina, are you going to read us one? Yeah, I really am. We've got one from J.Barlow. We've got five stars. That's, that's how many stars we got, and that's the title is five-star emojis. This dynamic duo is a true delight. So grateful they have carried us into season three with their wit, charm, and commitment to giving us all the hot takes on the best show nobody asked for. Hannah and Nina are fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. That's a good new motto for us. The best show nobody asked for about the best show nobody <laughs> asked for. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And then a little... Sh- Little short one we got from Kit B9. These ladies are Chef's Kiss. Five stars. Love the discussion and recaps. Great laughs. Thank you. That's nice. So much. Thank you guys so much for Do you think Chef would kiss me? Yeah. I do. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. You'd <laughs> be so lucky. I cut you off. You're be- you're expressing gratitude. Yeah, I was expressing gratitude. Thank you so much. If you want to feel heard again, you can leave uh, an Apple podcast review. You can leave us a rating on Spotify and on Apple or anywhere you listen to your shows. And you can send us a voice memo at emilyinparispod at gmail.com. You can also DM us or message us at emilyinparispod on Instagram. We want to hear how you're feeling about the season. We want to know if you have questions, hot takes, things you want us to cover. Uh, we just want to hear from you. And then we'll play it on the show. We'll be back with a new episode in a couple of days. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mais en pouvait qui me